Welcome to Men Alive, where we examine biblical principles related to becoming conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. Our host is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, a consultant in adult education and director of Go Teach Global, Dr. Jim. Thanks, Paul. On our previous program, we talked about adultery. We focused on the effect this has on the wife and the husband. This time, I'd like to look at adultery through the eyes of a young child. Let's call him Billy. Billy knows things are tense in his home. He cannot understand the way his father talks to his mother. Then one day his mother tells him that his father is planning to move out to live with another woman. Billy is devastated. The emotional damage a father does to their child when they commit adultery is beyond measurement. For a few moments, men, I'd like to invite our listeners to think of a man you know who has committed adultery. Think about what that man has done to his children, his wife, and his health. Now I'm going to read some thoughts from our symbolic Billy and his feelings towards his father's decision. Then we will examine biblical principles related to becoming conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. Here's Billy's letter to his father. Dear Daddy, I love you and I love Mommy, and I just want you to know what can happen if you commit adultery. First, you can get a sexually transmitted disease like AIDS and maybe even die. Plus, you can give bad things to Mommy like STDs, So, Dad, you will lose me, you will lose Mommy, you will lose our home, and you will lose a lot of money. Maybe even lose your health if you and Mommy split up. Daddy, please don't do it. Proverbs 6, 27-29 says the adulterer will not go unpunished. And 1 Corinthians 7, 2-4 says each man should have his own wife. And Psalm 6 says... O Lord, don't rebuke me in your anger. Adultery will be dealt with. For sure you will lose your good name and good reputation you worked hard to get. Plus you will feel angry and guilty and not be much fun to be with. Proverbs 22.1 Choose a good name over riches. And Psalm 38.1-4 David said, My guilt overwhelms me. Billy continues, you will betray your most intimate and best friend, mummy. You will make mum mad, a bunch of relatives angry, and lose a lot of friends. Proverbs 6, 33-35 says, the woman's jealous husband will be furious. And Proverbs 5, 15-20 says, rejoice in the wife of your youth. Let her breasts satisfy you always. Jim, as you and I have traveled overseas and taught over the past years, we've quoted some of these verses to each other more than once. Having a like-minded companion when traveling helps reduce the temptation to wander. In Scripture, the Apostle Paul appears to have traveled on virtually every trip with a companion like Silas or Barnabas, Jesus had 12 disciples who traveled with him for his three years of ministry. Paul, you and I dislike traveling alone. You have to eat alone, go through airports alone, and I always feel more vulnerable. 
Strange people seem to zero in on a man traveling alone, which can lead to unwanted advances. Here's a little more of Billy's letter to his wayward father. Daddy, you make it a mockery to call yourself a Christian, a little Christ. You destroy and mock your public vow that you made to mum to forsake all others. That makes you a liar and a deceiver. Matthew 19, 4-9 says, Whoever divorces his wife and marries someone else commits adultery. Daddy, you show the whole world your sin, selfish, individualistic, now, me-first nature. You laugh in your heart at God, our Heavenly Father, and disregard His commandments. You prove you are very selfish. Your pleasure is placed ahead of our well-being and needs. You lose my respect and my trust, Daddy. You prove you cannot control your sexual desires, yet you hypocritically tell me to control mine. Proverbs 5.23 says, The one who sins will die for lack of self-control. And Colossians 3.21 says, Fathers, do not aggravate your children, or they will become discouraged. Jeremiah 17.9, God says, The human heart is the most deceitful of all things and desperately wicked. I, God, give all people their due rewards according to what their actions deserve. Exodus 25, God says, I lay the sins of the parents upon their children. The Bible makes it very clear that God does not accept adultery. Jim, before you read more of Billy's challenging letter to his father, let me remind our listeners you are listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham from Go Teach Global. For a printed copy of this program's teaching or with any questions you may have, contact Dr. Jim by sending your email to menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Paul, you remember my pastor, Carlin. His father committed adultery and left his family when Pastor Carlin was 10 years old. Carlin said from the pulpit one Sunday, every sin a man commits is against someone else except adultery. Adultery is against his own body. Carlin believed that some men are so proud and rebellious and arrogant that the only way God can humble them is to allow them to fall into the trap of adultery and humble themselves. Let's continue with Billy's letter to his father asking him to reconsider and not to commit adultery. Daddy, you prove you are under the wrath of God because Proverbs 6.18 says, The mouth of an immoral woman is a dangerous trap and those who make the Lord angry will fall into it. You prove you lack good judgment, Daddy. You destroy your body and health by sinning against your own body. That is rather dumb, Daddy. Proverbs 6.22 says, The one who commits adultery is an utter fool, for he destroys himself. And according to Proverbs 7.7, lacks common sense. Actually, Dad, you prove you are not satisfied with your performance in bed with mummy. 
and you prove you have no self-control over your lust for another woman. You prove you want to control people, especially women, and that makes you a sick man. All this time you are proving to your next wife, whomever that may be, that you cannot be trusted and you do not tell the truth. 1 Thessalonians 4, 3-5 is rather blunt and harsh. It says in the New Living Translation, Do not cheat a fellow believer by violating his wife for the Lord of vengeance all such sins. Daddy, you contribute to the academic of family breakups, plus the social and moral disasters walking loose across our nation. You destroy the foundation of Western civilization, truth and trust, based on God's laws for fidelity and marriage. And should you ever want to be a leader in the church, you are disqualifying yourself. The Bible says in 1 Peter 3, 7, Honor your wife or your prayers are hindered. And in 1 Timothy 3, 2, An overseer must be faithful to his wife. Plus, you nullify the model of Jesus Christ as the bridegroom in heaven, loving and dying to redeem his bride, the church. Revelation 19.7 talks of Jesus returning for his bride, the church. We Billy was obviously very upset with his father, Jim. Did he ever say anything else? Yes, Paul. Years later, Billy followed up with this note to his dad. Dad, I am older now. It still hurts to think about what you did to mummy and me when you left us to do your thing and have sex with you-know-who. I was very angry against you for what you did. In fact, at times I hated you for hurting mummy and me. This letter is to tell you I am now a Christian. I prayed last night and asked God to forgive me of all my anger and bitterness towards you for what you did. God, my heavenly Father, promises to never leave me nor abandon me. He is and will be my eternal Father. He loves me so much that he sacrificed his only son, Jesus of Nazareth, to pay the price of my sins so I can be forgiven and adopted into his eternal family. God loves you, Daddy. God wants to forgive you and have you in his forever family as well. I ask you to please accept God's love and forgiveness and ask him to come into your heart and make you a new creation in Jesus Christ. It works. It does not change what you did, and it does not eliminate all the hurt and pain, but it will help us start again, you and me, and rebuild a new relationship of truth and trust. Will you do it, Dad? Will you repent of your sins, confess them to God, ask Him to forgive you, and begin a fresh start? It's like being born again. Operation Fresh Start. I love you, Daddy, and I forgive you. I ask you to receive Jesus today. Love and hugs, Billy. Thanks for listening to Billy's letter. Adultery is a major source of pain in our world today. When someone starts a conversation about a common friend using these words, have you heard about so-and-so? It usually means one of two things. That person either has cancer or committed adultery. Paul, today we are speaking to married men, husbands. Some husbands are happily married and quite aware of the consequences of committing adultery. These husbands and their wives are praying a hedge of protection around their marriage to keep it pure, clean, and protected from the evil one. 
Our struggle as men, as husbands, is to remain pure and exercise fidelity. We have an enemy who would love to have us capitulate and give up. One reality we face as Christian fathers is that forgiveness is much easier to teach in evangelical theology than obedience. The former makes one sound compassionate, the other legalistic. It is our prayer, both Paul and mine, that you, the listener, will experience the daily victory to be conformed to the image of our Lord Jesus Christ, full of grace, full of truth, yet gentle and humble and pure in heart. Thanks, Jim. There you have it, men. We become men alive when we are no longer under the mastery of sin, but are living victoriously through the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit. For a printed copy of this program's teaching, or with any questions you may have, contact Dr. Jim by sending your email to menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks, on behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to be men alive, conform to the image of Jesus.